1095 Bellevue, everybody. We're back. <laughs> What's up? Hello. Tell me something good. We just got out of a really awesome team meeting mm -hmm. for Easter. I know, it's exciting. This episode probably is going to be airing like right before Easter. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. I love how, I, I did not have any ideas going in, but I just wanted to give people an opportunity to have ideas and you guys, as always, did not disappoint. So yeah. it's going to be good. I feel like it's just, I don't know. I love having these little meetings where it's like, bring your creativeness. Like, let's talk about it. Let's work it out. Does that make any sense? Does that make no sense? Like, is that, can we even do that? Like, I, I like that. And then I honestly feel like Mr. Magoo with my like little monocle just going around going like, what does that mean? What are you <laughs> saying to me right now? The interweb. <laughs> Could you please explain that for the old people in the back? <laughs> I did feel that a few times. I was like... Wait, we're talking about certain... Because sometimes I think that I understand, but I won't understand. Like, I know normally what a template is, but I was like, okay. So one of the questions that I asked is like, what is a template? And he's like, okay, geez, Jen, like, come on, try and pedal a little faster. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I think I understand a word, but then like the new generation has taken that word and now it means something completely different. And so, yeah, like when I was a kid, like dank meant... A dark cellar and then what yes and it doesn't then like a few years ago it changed to now it means something else and now it probably means even something else now but oh my gosh yeah like a like a dank something would be like a like a deep dark damp cellar okay way. so that's not what it means anymore I know that's what I'm saying so I was like okay does template mean something new now I felt like the rock in Jumanji or like the the end of Jumanji, the new Jumanji, not the old Robin Williams oh, okay. one, but the new Jumanji, where like at the end, like everybody's like, "Oh, that's my phone," blah blah blah. But they're in the '90s, and so the kids like, "Does phone mean something different now?" That's what I felt I'm like in the meeting. Speaking a different language. I honestly feel like that. I, I've <laughs> never funny. felt like that so much than in this meeting, though. Wow, I didn't. But, I would not thought I, that. <laughs> but I finally was just like, you know what? I don't need to understand every detail. I'm you people know. You guys know what you're doing. What you're doing, and I don't need to get in the middle of this mess right now. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> anyway, it's gonna be fun. It is. One funny thing I want to bring up. One of uh, so after every episode, I look at that it comes out. You know, my friends will text me and be like oh, I loved it, whatever, you know, this is so fun, I love that you're doing this. Every single time, they're like, they're all, like, I don't think they're offended, but I'm like, I'm imagining them being offended, like, we didn't know this about you, we didn't know you wanted to have a farm, and we didn't know you wanted to do all this and that, and I'm like, you're learning new stuff, so I guess that's kind of fun for people to be learning more stuff about us, right? Yeah. That's kind of one of my favorite parts is like, oh man, his personality is coming out so much. I mean, I'm learning about you. I didn't know you wanted a farm. I didn't know I wanted a farm until like recently. So <laughs> I'm learning stuff too. So it's I don't know. Funny. But I, I like it that people get to get to know us and understand some of the deep, intricate parts of the way that our minds work. Yeah, I think I said my mind's like spaghetti last time. And I was like, wow. My mind is totally like spaghetti all the time. So I was like, yay, I'm not the only one. <laughs> I don't know. That's just how I get things out. I don't know. It's just a plate of spaghetti. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and everything's connected. And exactly. it's fine. Whatever. Just get a fork and swirl it all up. And Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. My yeah, goodness. the team meeting was fun. It was, it was chaos, but it was fun. Controlled chaos. Kinda. Yeah. And poor Kayla was on the phone just listening to like children screaming uh -huh. and like people 
talking through masks and she's like I can literally hear nothing I was texting her as she would be like okay what did your mom just say or what did Alex oh. just say and I'd be like this is what he said <laughs> and text her really quickly I was wondering what you were doing I thought you were taking notes oh I was I was taking notes and texting her really quickly <laughs> being like yeah this is what we're doing she's like oh okay that's helpful <laughs> okay so you know how leaders are learners and yes. Do you remember how we used to say leaders are readers? Yes. But we decided to change it to leaders are learners. Okay. Because I feel like you can learn from podcasts and conversations and stuff like that. Yeah. So what have you learned this week that you were excited about? What have I learned this week that I'm excited about? Yeah. Um. Let's see. I learned, well, okay. I learned a new game. Because I work with I work Parcheesi? with third and fourth no I learn I work with third and fourth graders mm -hmm. all day long and so that's kind of fun and so they always challenge me to do new stuff and learn new games and like do their little whatever they have so I learned the I learned this new like hyena game that we've been playing and so they like pretend to be hyenas <laughs> and then I get to be the lion. <laughs> No. And so we're outside playing this game, and they're they're all like sitting there pretending to be hyenas, and then I'm the lion. I walk around, and they're like, ah, and I'm like, okay, I'm also trying to watch these guys. So like, they was like, come play with us. I'm like, okay, well, I'm making sure this person isn't gonna choke, so <laughs> I can't have my only attention on you. So I learned a new game. What are they choking? I don't know. They're eating snacks or what have you. I don't know. They're, they're always choking doing... on an acorn from the ground or like a, a wood chip. I mean, I who don't knows? Know. One of them did eat a wood chip today, so that is actually accurate. And I said, "Oh my gosh, do not do that." You're like my stars. I was more a little panicked on the inside because I was like, "Please don't eat a wood chip." So I learned that kids can consume wood chips and be fine. So there's awesome. That. I learned that I want, I know I've been telling you this for a while, but I, I do want to read. Okay. And I've learned, okay, I've was learned it, a lot of stuff. Was it because of the Malcolm Gladwell book? It is exactly because of that. You sent me that screenshot or whatever, and I read it, and I was like, oh, I want to be, and, and you were kind of giving me, like, uh -huh. ideas and stuff, and we were kind of having some com text conversations back and forth, and I was like, I want to be smart like this. <laughs> So I'm like, Me too. fine, I'm going to read. So I haven't chosen, I have so many books and so many books that you've given me that I haven't read uh -huh. and so many books that I've like just bought. I have a bookshelf in my... I finished three books last week. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really good. Yeah. They were so good. What books? Tell us. I finished uh, Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell. That's the one you were So fascinating about, about how, how trends... Thoughts, movements, um, even diseases spread through uh, society and culture. Mm -hmm. I was very interested in the stuff it, that you were telling me about. It that. was so fascinating. It was just like, oh my gosh, this is just. I mean, I don't know how much I'll be able to apply, but even it's there. Like it's there yeah, in your main. In your. It mind. was just super fascinating. Tipping point, and then I finished. I love. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. I love John Maxwell, mm -hmm. but he wrote a new book. It's called Change Your World, and it is so good. It will literally, if you put this stuff into practice, you will change your world and it just gives I just love it it just gives so much hope I love things that put our destiny and our lives and our realities in our own hands like just empowering people to change their lives to change yeah. uh, to change you know and I think that that spreads that is infectious and it, it is yeah so I love that I get excited about that stuff and then I finished 
Did I think I just spit on myself? <laughs> anyway, I finished a book by James B. Richards that is called The Gospel of Peace. And it was really, really good. It was so good that I, as soon as I finished it, I just turned it back to page one and started Whoa. over. Okay. Yeah. And of course, I always read the Bible. Mm. See, I I need to get I need to get good about reading every anything. Just yeah. just something I need to read because I'm just I'm just not. There's some fascinating stuff. There's just amazing stuff out there. Yeah, but one thing. Now you've opened my mind, and I'm now I'm thinking about all kinds of stuff that I've learned this week. <laughs> I've made, um, like a five-year plan. <gasps> Whoa, that's amazing! But I've done this in the past, and I don't. I look back on it now, and I'm like, I don't. I'm not about that. Whatever, because I was kind of like someone was a pastor or uh, whatever, someone leading or whatever was like part of the team, like make your five year plan, do this, that, yada, yada. I loved Levi Lusco's message me too. series. And, uh, me in five years. Me too. And I have, I should be getting a letter soon because they mail, we put letters in a mailbox, we put our addresses. No way. And they'll mail it to us. And even though I was living in Wyoming, I put my mom and dad's house because I knew they would live there forever. So yeah. it should be coming pretty soon. So I'm kind of excited to read it because it was when I was in that whole world mm -hmm. and doing that whole thing. So. Um, but I, I, this was the first time that I've done one on my own mm -hmm. and I'm still making it and I'm still writing it out and doing that. It's like an old fashioned pen and paper. Whoa. You know? Analog. I know. My gosh. Vintage. Um, <laughs> but I want to hear Rodney say my stars again. My stars. My stars. Wow. <laughs> what do you always say? Clinch the pearls. Clinch the pearls. Clutch. Clutch the pearls. <gasps> Clutch the pearls. <laughs> anyway. Um, Me and five back, years. Back to it. Yeah, so it's the first time that I've made one that I chose to do it on, like by myself, like yeah. on my own. Like, no, I need to do this. I'm starting to get some things and like going, you know, like, oh, I want to be here. I want to do this. It mainly sparked because I had to do my taxes. Snap. And this is the first year I've ever had to owe taxes. Snap and a half. And it's okay, but I'm a little salty about it. So I was like, you know what? I need to get my stuff in order. Mm -hmm. So it kind of made me do just some like things. There's nothing wrong with owing, just so you know. I know. Because that means that you got all of your money and the government did not withhold any of it from you. And you lent well, it to them interest free. That's a topic for another day. No, I, I know. I know that there's parts to that, but yeah. whatever. But it just made me like be like, oh, no, I need to get this a little bit more in order now. You know, I can have... So where was the podcast in your five-year plan? Doing it every day. <gasps> Living life. It wasn't even on there. I said my list is still going. I've, it's, here's my list. You know what? How dare you? No, no, here's my list. Hear me out. Hear me I'm out. I'm just teasing. Hear me out. Okay. My list is spontaneous and, like, just write something down. I keep my little journal thing with me so I can just... No, yeah. I mean, it's constantly going to be honed and changed. But I don't... I didn't want it to be this thing where it's like, this, this, that, make this, do that, have the, the three kids, whatever, this whole thing, have a house in the suburbs. 2.54 kids yeah. and a white picket fence. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's our that's my parents, not yours. I'm not about that life. So, I'm more like, okay, no, when... When I think of it, or I like to think of it when he tells me something, I like to be able to be like, oh, yeah, that is that is my goal. Like, that is something that I is brought to my attention. So yeah, for sure. It's updating. It's constantly doing, you know, 
I erase things, I'll rewrite things and stuff. But mm -hmm. it's been very healthy, I think. Like it's been this super refreshing thing where I can look at it and go, oh, like that feels so good to like mm -hmm. see kind of like where, I, what I want, not even like where I want to be, but like what, what direction I want to be going in almost. And like kind of some goals I have and some, some goals that are literally almost impossible. And like, and some goals that are lit, like if I put my mind to it, I could do it tomorrow, you know? So I think that um, it's gotten me into a very, like a very good mindset of like creative juices are flowing, like all that kind of stuff where mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I kind of been a little blocked with that for a while, I feel like. And I'm like, oh, here we go. This is kind of helping me open my mind up a little bit. Cool. Yeah. So I've been... I've learned that this week. To sum it all up, that's what I've learned this week. Snap. I learned how to be a hyena. <laughs> or learned, a lion. Or a lion. I learned that kids can <clears throat> eat a wood chip, and they shouldn't, <laughs> but they can. Well, I mean, do you know that it came out the other end, though? I have no idea. I can ask him tomorrow. <laughs> but <laughs> they can consume it, and um, I learned that for me getting some things in order and like thinking about where I want where I want to be what I want to be doing not exactly but like just some some general direction ideas mm -hmm. is very healthy for me because it gets me excited in five years in your five-year plan are you in Humboldt County still yes cool yes I really like it here a lot me and too. I think I talked about I think we were talking about this in the last ep and two episodes ago mm -hmm. when we were talking about the pandemic and I, I've really really had this like new ever since I moved back here it took moving away to realize how much I I missed it yeah, and how much sure. I I took for granted of what we have here mm -hmm. um and I love other places too but this is my home mm -hmm. this is where I always want to maybe not maybe I won't always live here but this is my home like home base yeah this is where I can come and refresh and I know I know the culture and I know the people and I know you know the language and all this and that and I think Humble is definitely in my five year plan. Heck yeah. Humble is in kind of my forever plan. So I think Mine that's too. kinda cool. But that's kinda I Unless don't know. the Lord has other plans. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what about you? What did I learn? You learned you you read three books. Oh my gosh, I learned so much. And then we're doing a little group here. Oh yeah, that's the, right, huh? At the, yeah, and we just had so much fun. We I learned a lot. When you were talking about the lions, mm -hmm. we were in this group that we're in. We're going through a book and a workbook together. And one of the things that I learned was that the the biblical word for meditation is this is a is a word that's also used as a lion that that growls over and sort of like declares and claims something um a prey usually so when i was when you were talking about the kids being hyenas and you were like lion i imagined i imagined you like just growling over them and like claiming them as yours and like protecting them and, mm -hmm. and stuff and it was so cool because I think a lot of people we talk about meditating on scripture and getting it really packed into your heart and getting it in your in your mind and that type of thing and one of the kids when we were just up at uh, ministering 
at Mountain of Mercy a little bit ago, this kid asked, what is what does it mean to meditate on scripture? And so I, I didn't actually, I hadn't come into this teaching yet, but so I didn't have that mm-hmm. picture to give him, but it was just, it was cool to be able to share that. But just adding that, just like, um, like taking scripture and just like, gr- like growling it over yourself and like declaring it and like, uh, even in prayer, just being like the you know, authority growling yeah. like promises over people and just claiming them and just sort of like, um, just going after that like in a way that is just is like authority totally is like, it was just a really awesome visual that I love. Meditation isn't a passive thing where we try to empty our mind. It's actually something that is very. Uh, it's a verb. It is like you're you're putting it in intentionally. You are just like getting yeah. it deep inside of you so, to where to the you can tell when it's all the way in. I feel like when you start when it starts showing up in your responses, when it starts showing up in your verbiage, when it starts changing your vocabulary and it starts changing the way that you think and the way that you make decisions and especially when you come into stressful situations when it starts showing up there yeah, and I feel like that's where the like the true colors it's come there out. yeah it's like okay this is yeah. in there like I actually really believe what I say I believe yeah so that was super cool and then of course in in tipping point I started learning about um the connectors and the salesmen and the mavens and how how they work together in spreading information and um i just just the innovator people and the early adopters and the early majority and the it was just super super fascinating the way that that ideas uh gain traction and move through culture and society so that was super fascinating yeah I love all that. Yeah, it was really fun. When you were texting me all that, I was like, ooh, ooh. That, I, yeah. I was like, I don't even know what some of these words are meaning. And I, I was kept asking you, and I was like, this is I was like, he took like three chapters, but I think this is basically what, <laughs> what he's meaning. summarize it down in the text <laughs> message really quick. Yeah, pretty much. But it was fun. It was good. I learned that I have patience. More patience than I realized. That's good. Yeah. My gosh. You need, I mean, <laughs> patience is a good thing, right? Yeah. It was pretty good. I love that. I was thinking when you were talking about like, um, you know, we meditating on things and like realize like we kind of figure out where we stand on things in the tough situations. I was thinking of, and you're talking about prayer. I was Bill Johnson was uh, always says like, and I, this is like one of my favorite things that he says. He's like, uh, you know, we can pray prayers all day long, and but he's like, I want I want to be a person that prays a prayer that moves. I think he says that moves, like, if it doesn't move me, why would it move God? It's not going to move anyone else, yeah. Like, why Why would Why would he care? Like, he does, but, like, in, yeah. in like, a human situation, it's like, why would he care if I don't really care? Mm-hmm. So I got to start praying to, I, I need, it needs to be something that moves me. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to be so passionate about this that it moves him, you know? It's good. I don't know. I really like that. I like the, I like the thought of that because it makes it such a more of a personal level with you and you and him. Yeah. <clears throat> I read this book by Derek Prince one time, I think it was called Shaping History Through Prayer and Fasting. And he says that the prayer that reaches God is the prayer that originates with him. 
So it requires us to close the circuit. It requires us to be connected with him, to understand what his heart is for people, to understand how much he loves people and the destiny that he has for them, and then to speak that out. And then that's the prayer that that reaches him is the one that actually you got from his heart. Yeah. So I just let... Sometimes you read a whole entire 300-page book and, like, one thing sticks out, and that's the one thing that stuck out with me from that book. It was... Yeah. I, I remember... Re- thinking this is an amazing book, I should read it again, but that's what actually stuck with me and I've carried into into my life. Yeah. So My entire phone notes is full of movies and sermons and books that I've read <laughs> and stuff that I've listened to, Instagram posts, where I picked one little tiny spot out of the whole thing and I yeah. just write that phrase down or I write that thought down or write that question down and that's my... That's my that's my entire phone of mm-hmm. notes is just that. And I'm like, sometimes I'll read through them. I'll be like, what even, what the heck was this even about? I have no <laughs> idea, but I'll go back to it later. I was listening. I told you, I think I mentioned in the last podcast that I've been listening to Brene Brown. And I just listened to her podcast where she interviewed this guy that wrote a book called Wonder Works. And the book is, a, the premise of the book is that he is saying, he's talking about literary inventions over the last 2,000 years and how they impact humanity and how it can teach us how to um, teach us social skills, teach us how to deal with our own pains and things that we go that we go through. I'm, I'm really looking forward to, del- to reading it. I think it's getting delivered tomorrow. So, But just listening to her interview, the author was super, yeah. super cool and fascinating and it really made me want to order another book for the, my stack that yeah, who library. knows when I'm ever going to get to it. But we don't need to talk about that yeah, right now. Yeah. Doesn't matter. But one you of the things that they, because Brene Brown also is an author, and he's he's written several books too, and of course they consume books as as do I. Oh, <laughs> but one of the things that he said that I don't think I'll ever forget is that is actually the reader or the person that's consuming the art because he, he it can uh, this can pertain to art like painting or photography or uh, spoken word, written word, whatever it is, that it's actually the audience or the reader that takes the book and applies it, that is actually what makes a book great. It's Somebody can write a great book and nobody can ever read it, but no one will ever know that it's great, but it's actually the consumer interacting with the, they're speaking about books, um, the consumer that interacts with the book that is what actually makes it great. And that kind of like fascinated me and it and I had never thought about it in that context before that it would because that makes it that makes it so makes us own it so much more. It makes it so much more interactive. It makes it like you have this connection now with with yeah. the author. The first time I ever came across Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover, I was just like, this book is like life transforming. But he could have written it and nobody applied it. Nobody yeah. nobody changed their lives by it. But so many people, millions of people have been changed, radically changed by following Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover. It was so good. I bought, I think I bought like 10 and like just <laughs> gave them away because yeah. it was just so good. And I just believed in it so much. But, um, and Brene Brown is another one that I will, if anybody ever tells me that they want to read a Brene Brown book, I will buy them one and mail it to them because it, um, 
Danny Silk's book, Loving Your Kids on Purpose. Mm-hmm. I buy that for just about every new parent that in my life, in my sphere of influence. I just love them. They're just, they're good, but they're, it doesn't do any good sitting on the shelf if you never read it or if you read it and you never apply any of it. So it's actually the interaction of the audience with the book is what makes the book great. So yeah. I love that. I think it just gives us... Uh, so much more of a connection. Well, I mean, put that in like anything. Put that in a, in a at a concert. If the audience is just standing there, and no one's interacting with it. Yeah. Is it really that great? It might be a beautiful piece of work, but you're kind of like no one's interacting with it. It's kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. But when everyone's cheering and dancing and having fun and jumping and screaming and shouting and the energy's high and it's you and know. And can that change your life really though? I think so. I think so too. I don't think, I think you were probably still at, in Wyoming, but I chaperoned a trip where we took a bunch of the kids down to to see Hillsong mm-hmm. in San Jose. I still remember that trip. It was so fun. Yeah. I can remember time, I can remember trips, uh, one of my first ever, uh, like, worship nights that we went to, we went to, uh, Bethel had one in San Francisco, and we were like, let's go, that'd be so fun. So, like, a bunch of us and I think Kayla went with us and we just piled into a car and my mom took us all down and we it was just a quick like down and back mm-hmm. type of a thing and we went and I remember like I didn't know that you did like that people Christians did stuff like did this stuff like yeah. I didn't know I've only seen it on like videos and stuff but I didn't know like people could get emotional like it, it I, I don't know I love I love the emotions that come with yeah. a piece of work yeah. I think that that, like what you're saying, like that interaction, that emotion that comes with it is the, or the, you know, taking and applying or the, whatever, that's the part that makes it so beautiful. Yeah. Because if it doesn't, if there's no emotion to it, it's like, mm, I don't know. And I can, I love feeling the passion behind something, mm-hmm. like besi- behind a photo or, be- or behind uh, something written or even something as simple as an Instagram post. I love when I can feel the passion behind it. It makes me so happy inside. It makes me like, ooh. Or any emotion whatsoever. Yeah. Because sometimes it's... Sad or... Yeah, sometimes it's an just incredibly sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah just reminds you of your humanity I think. yeah but you're you're when you were saying that if it doesn't move me why would it move him and I think it's the same thing with art if it does if if the art doesn't move the artist how is it going to move the audience yeah I mean it, it, yeah it might and it needs to become but and I mean I don't think so I think people are just so much more intuitive it moves people that. on a very surface level but if if it like if it doesn't move the if it doesn't move the author it moves moves people on a very surface level and then it kind of dwindles away. Mm-hmm. But the ones that stick around and the ones that become the masterpiece mm-hmm. are the ones that the person was like, you know, there was some something behind it. Well, and that's the true masterpiece anyway because what that, is a yeah. book but just some black ink on pages? Mm-hmm. It's the transformed life that I think actually makes it the masterpiece. Yeah, I love all that. I've been really getting into art or whatever. Oh my goodness. We went to, my sisters are going to laugh because they know exactly what story I'm going to tell right now. (laughs) When my sister got married a few years ago, we went over to, she lived in Baltimore at the time, and we went over to her wedding. And when you go to Baltimore, you always go to Washington, D.C. And when you go to Washington, D.C., you always go to the Smithsonian Museums. So we go to the Smithsonian Museums, and I had never been to this one. It was uh, the art one. 
And so they, they have this picture of me. When you go into the Smithsonian museums, there's they have featured artists that will like... Uh, their exhibit will take up most of a room or a floor or whatever. And so there's this artist that I don't... At first, we were just looking around going, like, this is weird. It just looks like a bunch of blank canvases, right? But when you get close to the canvases, you'll see that there's, there's like, digitized, almost pixelated, like, very, very subtle colored. There's lighting plays a big deal with Mm. whether or not you can see it. It's kind of one of those things. Have you ever looked at a phone cord and you sort of can't tell where it is in the dimension and your eyes kind of have to adjust and you start realizing like, okay, now I can see that it's six inches away Mm -hmm. as opposed to two feet away. Mm -hmm. So it was sort of that thing, like it would move and like the thing based on where you were focusing, like things would look like it was different colors. You would start to see different lines. The more you looked at it It was so, it was the type of thing that, that I could just get engrossed in. Right. So I'm sitting here looking at this painting that, and every time I try to, every time I try to explain it, they're like, "Okay, whatever," because they have a picture of me from behind, and it looks like I'm just staring intently at a blank canvas. You're like, mm-hmm. and of course they're jerks, and they totally like make fun of me. They even <laughs> put it on a coffee cup, I think. Oh, that is great. I'm not even joking, and it comes up in our Facebook memories that we all laugh about it. And I'm the only one you that knows like how I was interacting with this. I don't even remember the artist, but I just there was yeah, it was just so cool. But they were just like, okay, whatever, have fun with their turbo. <laughs> yeah, I staring I mean. into the blank space. You're like guys, I get it. This is my favorite painting or something. Like they're just jerks. They're just, anyway, it's just really funny. Oh <laughs> if gosh. you were ever on Facebook, I would show you, but. I go on every once in a while, I snoop around, (laughs) see what everyone's up to, see what we're arguing about today, and then I dip. (laughs) See, dip is another thing that means something different to me. What? Like you dip an Oreo in some milk. What? So sometimes, yeah, like you take an Oreo and you dip it in some milk. Yeah, but I'm a dip. I feel like that's not new. Okay. I'm a skirt. Yeah, Did, I knew. Was I, that knew even a word? I knew you wouldn't know that one. I'm a skirt. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna skirt, skirt. Get out of here. Oh. Anyway. Is it S K I R T? Is that how you? I spell, I spell it crazy different ways. Like S K R R T T T T T T T. Like all this fun stuff. I'm a skirt. It's like a more. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Well. I'm a skirt. Do we have a topic today? Yes. Okay. We've kind of touched on it a little bit. We're. 45, we're three hours into this podcast and Mm -hmm. we're just now getting to the, (laughs) how to stay healthy in every sense of the way that you could be. Read books. You read books. What else? Like what? What do you do? Me? Yeah. Uh, I I read books and I interact with art. No. And I make, and I make. Uh, opportunities for my siblings to make fun of me for years to come. There we go. You want to know how I stay healthy? No, not at all. Okay, that's what I thought. No, I do. I was going to talk anyways. So, I don't know. I was thinking... I just got a text that I have $9,546.53 cash that's ready to be claimed within 72 hours. I just have to click on this link. Do it and now. Give my social we'll security stop the number. podcast. Oh my gosh. I gotta give them my bank account information. Please stand and I gotta by. give them. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. 
Have you ever seen the TikTok video where the wife pretends like she's giving the the telemarketer the yes, 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 yes. <laughs> And the, the husband's like, what are you doing? Hang on, I just need the banking information so they can deposit my check. <laughs> my oh my gosh, what's again? my social security number? Last four digits, that's all they need. <laughs> I don't even know mine, so have fun getting that. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, where were we? What were we talking about? We oh, were talking about healthy. how we stay healthy. Okay, so, okay I, so what are the basics? We all know there's the basics, right? What are the basics to you? Eat healthy. Eat nutrient-dense foods. Okay. Exercise. Drink water. Okay. I guess I broke mine down a little bit more. Those, I was are, the, like, those are the basics. That's the basics. But I would I say... I really just down to that. I mean, that's a good foundation. Mm-hmm. On mine, I was like... But okay. do you live in a foundation? No, you build stuff on that foundation. Oh. Boom. On Christ the solid rock I stand. I can't drop this mic because it's connected. But we, pretend we are. Is it too old to say I'm going to drop this mic? No. Oh. I just know that one. Just smack it and just be like, Poof. It's mic drop. Mic drop. Oh, man, okay. I, I messed it up. Okay, well, he's still <laughs> trying to talk over there. So Sorry. Like, no, I like this. This is, a, this is a fun podcast episode. This is like, this is our lives, I feel like. This is how we talk normally. This is how I have a conversation with anybody. People are like, I just arrived at work, and I don't know if I'm turning this thing back on, so y'all better get on something soon. <laughs> No, I, I mean, I recently I've been like, oh my goodness, I have to be like, I have to exercise every single day. I okay. try to as much as possible because if I don't, it, like when I'm exercising, I can clear my brain and I can be like, that's where my five-year plan came out of mm-hmm. where I'm like running on the treadmill or actually I think it came up when I was, I was on a hike at Russ Park with mm-hmm. Daisy, our dog. And we were going up, and I was, like, listening to... I had my AirPods in, and I was just listening to nothing because I just didn't want someone to talk to me. So I was like, I'll put these in pretend like I'm listening to something. And I was like, oh, you know, getting... Just getting ideas and stuff. Always, for me, always, like, be... Always thinking and always, like... I, I like to be coming up with something new all the time. Like, where I, whether I tell anybody about it or whether I... I finish the thought or anything it's like I need I like to be doing something mm-hmm. where I'm like this is my next project this is my next project you know something like that mm-hmm. that keeps me very healthy um I have that as my next thing stimulate your mind yeah and I can feel myself when I don't like if I have a lag week where I'm like kind of like a glitch week where I'm like that was off something was wrong I didn't exercise I didn't get outside I didn't do anything like I feel like I'm just like a bleh a blob Getting outside was actually my next one. Oh, wow. Like, <clears throat> should we be co-hosts? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, for reals. I think getting in nature is super important. Yeah. Because you can exercise, like, in a gym, and it doesn't, for me, it doesn't give me the same no. amount of satisfaction as when I'm exercising, like, a hike outside yeah. in nature, seeing God's creation, seeing what the the beautiful place we live in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get it. I definitely stay healthier when I'm outside. Yeah, and especially when the weather's better, I I, yeah. I thrive a lot more. Even like, if it's just in a neighborhood, you kind of yeah. still get it in a neighborhood. But I you get routine. it way more like in nature, nature. Yeah, but I do have my routine. Sometimes I'm like, no, I, I kind of want to do this neighborhood because I don't know. I mm-hmm. like I like going down and. People commenting on Daisy, seeing how cute she is, you know, that that keeps me going. I feel like it, I, I like I feel super good when I get to do that. Like I do the little 
howdy neighbor, little little wave, you know. <laughs> um, With your AirPods, because you just want to wave, you don't actually want to say hi. Well, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I'm in the mood and I do want to say hi and I'll talk for a little bit, but that's sometimes funny. I'm like, that's why. I, sometimes the six foot rule has been the best thing because I'm like, oh, we're keeping our distance. Mm-hmm. See you later. You know, oh you stay God. on that side, I'll stay on this side. <laughs> we'll wave. <laughs> I think having goals and and working towards them is also important for staying healthy. Mm-hmm. One thing for me that's kind of weird is I always like to keep a outrageous goal that does not seem possible. Hmm. What's your, kid? do you want to share your outrageous goal? Um, like, yeah. Is it live on the few. moon or no. what? Like, it's not like actually like. Like pay cash it's not, for a Tesla or. It, yeah. That's one of them. Oh, really? Yeah. I want to buy, I want, I want a Tesla. Like, I don't know when I'm going to do it, but I'm going to get one someday. Mm-hmm. And I want one. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's, that's a goal that I'm working towards. Owning mm-hmm. it, like buying a house or building a house. I want to build one. Okay. And I already have my designs. I've already got it picked out. I know the colors I want, all that stuff. Snap. So I'm like, you know, that kind of stuff where it seems right now, it seems almost impossible, mm-hmm. but you know, later on it's. Later on, it might not be so impossible. Um, so yeah, buying, a, renting, buying a house, owning. Like, there's some things that I'm like, that seems out of the world. Like I could never do that. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, write that down. If I think I could never do that, I better write that down. Write that down. Yeah. So then I can look back and be like, I did that, mm-hmm. or. I changed my mind and didn't, that wasn't the goal anymore. Right. I just recently found a old journal from when I first, the very first day I moved to Montana. Mm-hmm. I've been scared to open it because um, I don't know what it's going to say. So I opened it really quick and I read the first page like quickly. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I can remember the feelings of this moment. It was like I, when I got on my new, like I moved um to Montana right out of high school, literally mm-hmm. like two days after graduating. Mm-hmm. They moved graduation so that you could go. Yeah, we moved in almost a month early so I could so I could leave. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I, 18? Yeah, 18. Was like, it you and Sean? Yeah, just two people graduating. I bet Sean was like, heck yeah. No, he still had to be in school. Oh, lame. Yeah. Uh, but I was fortunate enough I was able to graduate early and do that whole thing. And it helps when your grandma's the principal. You mm-hmm. know, she can kind of pull some strings. Um, but yeah, so I moved and then I remember that day, um, as a graduation gift, someone got me a journal and I was like, I'm not really about journals, but we'll give it a whirl. Mm -hmm. So I, my, it literally says like the time, the date, and I've been doing this weird thing ever since then where I'll write the smells I smell Mm. and the things I see. And I love it because when I opened that first page, it was like snap instantly back in that moment. Oh, wow, that's so cool. I didn't know that. So, I don't know, it's kind of- Not who's learning. Kind of a weird thing that I do. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's good or bad or what, but it takes me back to the moments that are good, the bad, and sad, and happy, and all that stuff, and I can feel each and every moment, and I love that. And that's one thing that keeps me super, super, like, excited. Mm -hmm. Because I could read it, and I, I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot how that house smelled. I forgot that I was feeling this way. I forgot that I opened the curtains for the first time in my new house or whatever. You know, just weird little things that I jot down. Mm-hmm. But more than anything in the book that I, or in that first page that I was writing about, more than like the feelings or anything like that, it just brought me back to like, I was able to look at myself from when I first moved there to like where I am now 
and like the stuff that my goals then and my goals now and like all the stuff that like I've been filtering out over life and like deciding oh that's healthy that's not healthy that's I, I want to keep doing that I want to keep pushing for that or that was my goal that is not my goal anymore right and I think it's so cool to like look back and see those things mm-hmm. so I'd really encourage anybody to whip out a journal and write very very specific stuff down hmm. I love doing that I guess I'll have to add journal I do journal but I don't add that stuff I don't know if that's I, crazy. I like to, no, it's a, I think it's cool. I, I like to journal. I like to keep track of, like, my encounters. And so I have mm-hmm. a I have a whole bunch of those. And I love rereading them because yeah. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Or, like, different prophetic words that yeah. I've received. And There's a few of them that I've read back and I, I literally put, like, the mile marker where I pulled over. And so I could look up the spot again. Oh, or, that's cool. Or the what I had for dinner, mm-hmm. something like that. Just something to snap me right back into that moment in time again. Hmm. What about being in community and being with people? Um, yes and no for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love people. I love being in a community. But sometimes I can find myself being very easily able to be by myself. No, I love being by myself. So, Yeah. I guess but you it, work in a school, though, and... It's not like I'm not around people yeah. for every day of every moment. And then your family is kind of your community of people anyway, so you probably don't have to be intentional about going out and finding... Yeah, so like, that's a good thing and a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I can easily... With moving away and all that, it was super easy for me to be like, no, this is my normal routine, this is how I do it, I don't need to go find new people. Hmm. And that's hard when you're living alone. You have to find... You need to find people. Because yeah. it becomes very lonely very quick. Yeah. And so that was, you know, that's one thing I have to be careful about, too. Um, and especially being back in Humble, it's my hometown. It's like kind of go right back to what you were doing when you before you left. And I think I have to be careful about that because it's like, oh, when I moved away, it was so easy to find or such a need to find new people and, you know, make friends with new people and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not really doing that here. I'm just kind of existing. Mm-hmm. And I, I uh, want to be better at that. Yeah. For me, community is pretty important to be with people that's not a meeting. Yeah. So. Like, you mean like coffee, lunch, that kind of thing? Yeah. Where we're not like, like, we just had an awesome team meeting, but I don't count that as like being in community. I count that as like, you know, part of it is is work, but this is maybe closer. But like, yeah, going to lunch, hanging out, going to someone's house, snuggling tulip at Alex and Chelsea's house. (laughs) Now you know why I go over and snuggle oh, that dog. Oh, I'm going to go over there now. <laughs> they live right down the road from us, so I'm going to go over there and snuggle a little tulip. You know, Rodney went, Rodney went to Sacramento, and and that night I was planning on spending time with Nikina, but she ditched me because uh, she doesn't listen to this, so she'll be fine. She won't ever know that I, that I roasted her, but... <clears throat> And so Rodney's like, why don't you just go over to Alex and Chelsea's? And I was like, okay. And so I rolled up to Alex and Chelsea's house, totally unannounced, in my PJs. You're like, hi. And just walked in the front door and, like, kicked off my shoes and picked up the dog. And Chelsea's, like, about pulling a lasagna out of the oven. She's like, you want some dinner? And I was like, yes, I got sure. dished. thanks, and- Mom. <laughs> I know. And I just love having friends like that that you can just, like, yeah. roll up in your PJs, no makeup, looking like a homeless person 
snuggle the dog, beat the kids. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go right. <laughs> <laughs> I snuggle the kids too because they're really cute. But they're awesome kids. Yeah, but just ha- just getting in community is super super important for mm-hmm. me to stay healthy, to spend time with family, to make sure that I'm connecting with my life partner over there, yeah. my husband, my first mate, Ooh. my. What was he the first? Um, the first. What oh, did you say the first? The first gentleman. Yes. The first gentleman of 95 Bellevue. <laughs> my my ride or die. <laughs> I know he's a, uh, yeah. So making sure that we're spending time because both of our I don't know if you guys if you know about love languages but I do yeah yeah. Bit. So my first one is acts of service and his first one is affirming words. But both of our second one is uh, quality time. So we always get a lot out of our yeah. You know, Somewhat me and my together. friends were actually. My friends in Wyoming, we have we try to FaceTime like once or twice a week whenever we all have a scheduling. You know, I was saying we play cribbage and stuff like that. And we the last time we FaceTime, we got talking about like, is it important for your like your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever to like for you to know each other's love languages? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. And then a few of them were like, yes, it is important. And I was like, tell me why. <laughs> But then after we started explaining, I was like, okay, I guess I see that, kind of. I don't know. I totally, I 100%. I think that if there's one tool that you can take into your relationships, including your marriage, but also with kids, that that would be probably the number one thing that I would recommend. Knowing your love language and knowing their love language. Yeah, and being able to adjust, being able to recognize which one is who you're dealing with you know what I mean and being able to because you want to be able to you don't want to love people and have them not feel loved like what's the point of that so I just I think it's funny that even people that are opposite even are attracted to each other but the whole opposites attract thing in some ways we're a lot the same we're both extroverted we both love people we both love community that type of thing but or yeah maybe I was saying going into a relationship not, like I was saying, it's more fun to find, it, figure it out. Oh, well, I mean, like that's like such a small part, though. I don't know. I'm kind of in, not really. I mean, the going into your relationship, we're only gonna do that for like. Yeah. It's like a. But I was like, how fun <clears throat> would it be to not know and then figure it out? I don't know. Oh, I think okay. That's so more you weren't you weren't saying it's not important. You were saying. Yeah, I, I guess I was. I, yeah, I was trying to remember what I was saying. I think gotcha, I think gotcha, I was gotcha. saying, you know, it's more. I don't know. Like, not, not having a conversation before, or before getting too serious, I guess, mm-hmm. I would be like, no, I kind of want to figure that out. That's more fun to, like, figure it out, I think. Yeah, well, what if you break up because you don't know? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and it wasn't meant to be. I yeah. guess so. No, I mean, we went for a long time without knowing, but, man, once I, once I figured it out, it just made things so much easier. Yeah. And it made me not so much of a jerk. Because <laughs> I can be, I don't know, I can be kind of a jerk. I can be. And Nikina's love language, her top one is also affirming words. So when I come in, you know, all upset or, like, irritated because somebody didn't take out the trash and I worked all day and now I have to go take out the trash and I'm like, meh, meh, meh. Like, being critical doesn't help to somebody who is, whose love language is affirming words. Yeah. So, so I had to, I realized that actually what I was doing, because not only does love language teach you what their love language is, but it also teaches you what behaviors are damaging to the relationship. 
Oh, yeah. Because the opposite. Like, if I go in and I'm like, and I literally had this happen. I remember one day, uh, right after I came into the teaching about love languages, where I was at work, and it was their weekend because it was Saturday, but I worked on Saturdays. And so I come home, and, like, the trash isn't taken out. And so I physically in my mind was like don't be critical just go and I went in and I my daughter was all groomed and had her makeup on and her hair done and everything but the trash wasn't taken out and so I was just my first thought is like okay well your days offer for days off but my days offer for cleaning that's messed up and so but I'm like don't say anything so I went into the to to the bathroom and I saw that she was all groomed and pretty and I was like oh wow you look really pretty because her love language is affirming words not even five minutes went by she went and took out the trash I I didn't have to ask yeah it was just because I was intentional about speaking her love language she knows that my love language is acts of service so not only do if you do stuff for me I feel loved but if you leave tasks for me I will feel unloved like it I will that will be damaging to the relationship and so the same thing with affirming if I come in and I'm critical that's damaging to somebody that is affirming words Mm -hmm. and so and I can tend to be a little bit critical so I have to take I have to be really careful because everybody in my house is stinking affirming words which thanks lord for that mess. <laughs> He's just teaching you patience. I know, there right? we go. <laughs> so like, so somebody whose love language is physical touch, if you spank that child, then that is actually damaging as opposed to somebody whose love language is gifts or, yeah. you know, it, it might not fill or uh, remove you know, from, from the love tank or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fascinating. I love, I think, no, I do. Learning, I think about, yeah. learning about relationships is for sure a way that I keep healthy because I, oh, <laughs> because I uh, don't like to fight. So mm-hmm. keeping relationships healthy is keeping us healthy. Amen. What else you got? What else you do to be healthy? Um... I wanted, okay, so I was like, oh, take care of yourself. And then I was like, well, what does that even mean? So I was like, okay, here are some things. For me, I'm like, okay, I need I need to make sure I get my hair cut, every, like, twice a month. Mm-hmm. Like, that is something that when I get my hair cut and it's like. Oh, you feel so fresh. It, you do. You feel like you're like, oh, man, here we go. And I usually just put a hat on over it anyways, but I still feel <laughs> like, uh, I like, I don't know, it's part, and I, I, I like that. And I was like, okay, what else do I do? Like, okay, the ball's rolling, let's keep going, let's see. I like, let's, you know, keeping, keeping myself, kind of like treating yourself, you know, like doing mm-hmm. some stuff. I, I've adopted, I've adopted this new uh, thing where I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy myself one thing I want a month. And so I've, you know, I'll buy myself a new a new jacket or something, I'll be like, okay, we're gonna, it's, what do you want, you know, it's like, okay, go shopping, have fun, like, have something, you know, whatever it is, and something that's, like, basic, not like, oh, I'm gonna buy myself new tires, no, not like that, that's not for me, like, I need to, a new vacuum, something that I'm gonna, like, love, like, I can, it's not something that I'm buying to use, it's something that I'm buying, because I want it, well, no, unless I wanted a new vacuum, but you know (laughs) what I mean, like, where some people will, you know, they'll be like, oh, I need new tires, so that works. No, mm-hmm. I want to buy something that will like that cause, just because I want it, just for the sole reason because I want it. I think that that's 
something that I know myself enough that I'm not going to go crazy, but I, I know mm -hmm. my also self enough that I'm like, no, I, I'll buy, I'll buy myself a new, you know. So allow yourself permission to splurge every yeah, once in a while. every like, once in a while or whenever I think about it, it's like, okay. Just I'll, so that you don't feel like you're constantly working and never, never like splurging. Yeah. I think I did that everything. for a little bit where I was like, okay, I'm working, 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 working. And I literally wouldn't buy myself anything. Yeah. Which I like think this. that's okay to have a, uh, for a season yeah. to like really build up and then, <clears throat> and then you can transition to something else. Yeah. And I don't think, I mean, I don't feel like I have a spending problem, You're but not I'm going crazy, like, but no, I mean, I'll, I'll buy something and whatever, but that, that is something that keeps me really feel like like I need to that is that why me. you subconsciously dub, dunked your f iPhone in ranch so that you could no. become a new phone daddy no 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 I did not want to do that that was your subconscious really telling you that you needed to spend it's kind of like a little devil and the angel on your shoulder <laughs> where it was like dip that phone in ranch <laughs> no I would be kind of funny though I can't no that I give myself permission here's the thing I love ranch so much I could drink it Okay. This is a sub. This is a bunny trail. bunny trail. There was this place in, there's this pizza place in Wyoming, and it has great pizza. It's excellent. But when we would go there as a group, I would I would be like, can I get, you know, do you guys have ranch? They were like, no, ranch? Like, it was laughable to them that, that I would ask for ranch because their pizza was so good. Like, why would I want to dip uh, something in there? You know. Oh, that's like my dad getting upset because we wanted ketchup for the steak. My grandma does that too, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not saying it's not bad. I'm just saying it needs ketchup. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying it's bad. I, I, I don't feel that. But anyway, like I don't know. So I was like, fine. I'll I like I want a little keychain ranch that I just keep with me, and when I come here, I'll just whip out a keychain, my bottle of ranch, and I'll do it myself. Fine. Oh, innovator, uh, invention alert, invention alert. <laughs> keychain ranch. They have keychains. Uh, no, they don't. They have keychain sriracha. Oh, I've seen that. Mm -hmm. That's a riot. Like ranch you, you could just bad. dump it out and put ranch in it. I could. Because no, there I, probably wouldn't be enough, though. No, I kind of want to make my own now. I'm going to patent that. You're funny. Just fill like a camel pack up with something. <gasps> <laughs> that is a good idea. Put a bladder in the top of your hat. Wow. And then just like whoosh, squirt it in your mouth. That is good. All right. <laughs> Won't he do it? Won't he do it, though? <laughs> so you give yourself permission to spend on yourself every once in a while. Yeah. I give myself permission to take a rest day and listen listen to my body and not get so caught up and, like, I have to wake up at 5.30 because I've made that rule for myself. I have to make up, wake up at 4.30 because I've made that rule. To, mm -hmm. that, if I'm, that if I'm, like, going through something stressful, like... An overburdening day, uh, week at work, lots of overtime, a family member sick in the hospital, lots of stuff coming up that I'm just not quite prepared for, like all that type of stuff. I'll be like, okay, I'm giving my per myself permission to sleep until seven today. Yeah, I think that's good. I know I can get like that too sometimes where I'm like, I made this rule for myself and this is I'm sticking to it no matter what. Yeah. Then I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to allow yourself to be able to take a break, like break your own rule. Mm-hmm. That's, that's. I think important to be able to break your own rule, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Be, you sure. should be allowed to break your own rule. Someone tag that, put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> Always be learning. That kind of goes with what that we talked about earlier. That goes with everything. Earlier. That's good, though. 
Because, mm-hmm. like, my learning is, like, uh, uh, I don't know. My learning is, like, listening to a podcast or, or you know, a YouTube video that I'm learning something about a mm-hmm. car or I'm really obsessed with cars, so I'll watch videos about cars and for hours and stuff and I'll be like oh that's how that works that's how that works whatever mm-hmm. like that that's my mind learning that's my mind growing and I have a new thing that I'm like okay I'm gonna try this so I have another goal that I'm like try stuff yeah like like sushi no more like I don't know some people might think this is really reckless but like uh just just paths that I want to go down or, or like I'm like okay I'll, I'll try that like I know like some people would make a career out of that mm-hmm. but I'm like I'll try it I think that'd be cool and then I'll be like oh I'll try that too or my goal is to try this and that and all this stuff and like I don't know mm-hmm. but there I mean I also have goals that I'm like no this is what I actually I kind of want to like stick with this and yeah. go after that and have that but like this will allow me to do other fun things and yeah. try other stuff and do you know I don't know for sure. It's exciting. It's exciting to, like, all this to say, it's exciting to, like, I'm excited that I'm planning stuff. I don't know. It mm-hmm. seems cool. It seems like an adult thing to do. It really is. <clears throat> That's pretty exciting. Yeah. I think another way that, that I think is important to for people to stay healthy is to, like, assess, like, self-assess sometimes. Like, take a step back and assess like where you are in your goals are your relationships fulfilling are you being the person that you want to be in those relationships are you um contributing to the benefit of society and our communities like all that type of stuff to just make sure that we're on the right track Are, are we on the right track with our health are we on the right track with our finances are we on the right track like do i have toxic habits that are causing me to lose relationships am i am i a jerk <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like uh is there places in my life where i don't have any hope or i feel like i don't have uh i don't know like places in my life where i feel like i don't have any control or are there places, I don't know, like just paying attention to that type of stuff, paying attention to to whether or not um, you're being a good person or you're yeah. growing in the things that you say you want to grow in or that you, uh, yeah, I do that. I self-assess yeah. actually pretty frequently. Well, if you never if you never do that, then those things never come up. So you never, mm-hmm. like. Unless other people bring them up and, and nobody likes to have other people bring stuff up. And you get triggered and then you're upset and then it takes a long roundabout way to be like, yeah, that was true. <laughs> like even with uh, the meeting that we just had, I'll just kind of be like, how did that meeting go? Like, did I, did I let other people talk? Did, uh, was it too crazy? What would I do next time? Like every time we do anything, even with the podcast, I re-listen and I go like, what should I do differently? Is there too much dead air? Am I saying a whole bunch of words but really not having a whole bunch of content? Are we paying attention to the types of, like, are we, what do they say? In one of the podcasts I listened to today, um, just honoring the listener's time. Like, are we, are they're giving us their time. Are we giving them content? Are we giving them good, fun conversations that are going to stimulate their senses or cause somebody to want to grow or are we just sort of filling air time and they're like man they said a whole bunch of words but not a whole lot of of, of meat there yeah <laughs> gonna throw out this whole plate of bones <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway i see that yeah but just constantly self-assessing and like 
checking. And especially in problems, like, man, we're having a problem. What am I contributing to this problem? <laughs> Where am I in this? Yeah. Oh, I am the problem. <laughs> well, sometimes that, sometimes we are the problem when we have to realize, like, we have toxic behaviors that really need to be adjusted and changed. Yeah. But anywho. Being healthy. Doing healthy stuff. Mm-hmm. Becoming a healthy person. Yeah. But also just, like... I think it's kind of the same thing like what we said in last episode, just having a really high level of hope, like really believing that what we do matters. Yeah. And that causes us, I think, to tackle life a little bit differently when we when we realize that people are looking towards us, we're raising up, we're raising our kids, we're influencing people, we're, um, we might be the person that causes somebody to learn about the Lord. Yeah. You know, that, that we might be the, per, we, something that I might say, that something I say might stimulate you to read a book. I'm like, that just reminds me like, oh yeah, people are watching. People are paying attention to what we're doing and, yeah, and we want to live with an awareness of that and guide people in the right direction. So. Yeah. Sometimes I forget that. And then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Whether like, I like it or not, people are, people are watching. I feel like this episode was a lot Ramble Town. But, like, really fun. Fun for fun. me. Because I just kind of get to say all kinds of stuff, and I think it's kind of fun. Well, you, you kinda... let me ramble more last time, so you get to ramble more this time. Okay, well, I guess that it's a fair trade-off. <laughs> but I think, it, I don't know, I think it's kind of fun, because then, again, people get to kind of see us and be, like, at the table with us. Like, this is our dinner. This is the kind of conversation I hope we're having at dinner. Mm-hmm. If know? we ever get to have dinner. We do. Things are opening. I know. Remember when... <laughs> Remember when you're like, I want to eat on the podcast, and I was like, no. <laughs> Idea. We have a podcast. We have an episode. Where we eat? At Sherry Hot Brews. Maybe. Just on the table. So fun. You hear everyone cooking in the background. Oh, I think that'd be so fun. Anyways. You're crazy. I don't know. Hopefully you're... All right, well, we got Sherry Hot Brews. We didn't talk about our last one. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Sorry, Sherry, we feel like we just abandoned you. We were talking about how Sherry Hotbrew is on every single episode. Mm-hmm. And she, maybe she'll be on an episode. And I drank my Humble Bay coffee earlier. Ooh, ooh. There we go. <laughs> Thanks for listening to 95 Bellevue, guys. We appreciate you. Drop us a comment on Instagram. Tell us how uh, much you liked or disliked our rambling <laughs> bunny trails this episode but we'll be back next week with some exciting new conversations and content so uh, yeah thanks for thanks for being one of the 12 amen well done.